so so little to say. So much to say. Do you ever listen to Dave Matthews Band, Tanya? No, I did not go through that phase. Yeah, he was pretty. He was pretty good. He'd be like, "Treading, treading <laughs> trails on a blue." Oh, were you very happy when you bought your first iPhone and Dave Matthews Band? Dave Matthews Band was the only saved. Dave Matthews Band. Dave Matthews. Your fickle, fuddled words confuse me. I did, however, see some. Uh, no, wait, that was. Uh, never mind, that was a whole band together. String cheese incident or something. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, you're an absolute maniac. <laughs> Tridden, trotting, trill. You went to a string cheese concert? Uh, no, my roommate was obsessed with them, and I went to a bar in Louisville where one of their bandmate people were playing something, and I just took a ton of edibles. I had a good time, but it was just like a packed Louisville bar on a ton of edibles with a bunch of weird, I don't know, electronic shit. It was fine. Oh, man. I kind of miss packed bars. Nah, no, not really. <laughs> On second thought. My friend the other day was like, I'll never stay at home when I could go out if we ever get to go out again. And I was like, I can't say that. Yeah. I'm same. getting more and more happy with being at home. <laughs> every time I leave the house, something bad happens. Literally every time. Yeah, this is... That's what's going to end up happening. Is we're instead of missing the great outdoors and going out, we're just going to get too comfortable in our homes. And yeah, I mean, people are already forgetting how to interact with humans. But um, like we went and walked around Fish Pond Lake with Louie the other day, and he almost bit some kid. None of us, Whoa. none of us know how to be in the wild again with the other humans. He's like, I haven't seen another two-legged bean in so long. I have to pounce on this opportunity. Man. <laughs> so on that, on that, are, are we recording right now? Are yeah. Are recording? Yeah. All right. Do you want to do a quick clap just real quick, real fast? Ew. Dreading, drowning, drear. All right. Let's do one, two, three, clap. Count it off. One, two, three. Listen, I started an episode the other day in the bed without my headphones on, and Michella was sitting there, and I was just check. I was just like listening to the first little bit, and you hadn't cut out the clap, and Michella died laughing. She's like, "You all don't even edit out the fucking clap." <laughs> I was like, oh, I don't baby. know. Sometimes we do. <laughs> Depends on how Terrence is feeling, I guess. I I thought about like maybe we should pivot, get a theme song, and go for a little bit of structure, but eh, <laughs> seems like a lot of work. If it ain't broke, I mean it's definitely broke, but it's not like people we know how want to a theme fix song. Anything. People just want a theme song so they can share it with people. Why would we want that? Why would we want people to share this podcast with other people? <laughs> what do you mean? Well, you know, I think that like. If they were like, hey, check out this podcast, it might be a little off-putting if you shared something where people just immediately go in to just talking about... I mean, it's not produced in any way. The first thing they hear is, one, two, three, clap. Or or me going, treading, trouting, trill, (laughs) give me the bleach boys and bleach my hoe. They're like, yes. 
Okay, oh, not for me. Oh God. Well, um, well, well. Anyway, <laughs> you were talking a minute ago about not being able to be in public, and um, so you know how, like, on the last episode, I was telling y'all how I was in Columbus over the weekend, and they're having those get well soon Trump rallies. Oh yeah, vigils, uh, right wing vigils. <clears throat> yeah. Well, there was. I told y'all specifically about one I saw on I two seventy that goes through Columbus. But apparently, in that same parade, that same Trump parade, there was uh, an incident of road rage. And um, yeah, so what happened was a guy shot into a a 58-year-old man named Todd Crawford of Homer, Ohio, was driving a black Ford F-150 and fired one shot from a 45 caliber pistol into the cab of a semi-truck after an altercation between the two vehicles. Um, and what turned what what actually happened here is I guess the the driver of the semi-truck truck admits to taunting people in the parade but denies hitting Crawford's truck. I guess he, he got his semi too close to this guy's F-150 and the guy just like lost his shit and just fired a, a round <laughs> into the semi. There, what the fuck is God, man? He fired into another vehicle? Yeah. yeah. For getting, for not even hitting it, just getting a little too close. Yeah, and, I mean, and mind but, you, this is this is the same parade that I, that Nicole and I drove by, by, we were flipping everybody off, and they say in the article, they quote all these people in the parade, they're like, we got a lot of middle fingers. <laughs> yeah. God damn. Honorable mention. Man, if if the winds of change ever tilt in our direction, let's be clear, that's probably not going to happen. But I can't wait to terrorize these little motherfuckers. <laughs> Everybody with just a hint of MAGA in them, I'm just going to like fucking, I don't know, <laughs> kick them in a body of water or something. <laughs> give them a wedgie. Just give them a wedgie. Yeah. A little swirly. Swirly. <laughs> Janks. God damn it. Man, I was thinking about this today. You, you ever have somebody that's been mean to you, but for some reason you just, like, pity them instead of, like, hate them? Oh, yeah. There's this guy, I was in high school, there's this guy dumped a bucket of slime on my head at a basketball game. <laughs> oh, my God. Slime? Where do you get please, slime please from? elaborate on what the slime Well, was. Yeah, I think it was, if I'm not mistaken, I think, it, remember when, like, Nickelodeon had all, like, the little gooey products you could buy? Yeah. Like you that stuff? Nickelodeon slime on you? Yeah. <laughs> you got slimed? I got slimed, man. And it was kind of a bullshit move, too. And, like, man, there's no way to keep your cool after you get slimed. Like, you have to retaliate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, this dude was, would have broke me in three pieces and left me laying in those days but anyway i said something i don't know in the moment probably something like do it again bitch or something like that i don't know you said i pity the uh, fool and, yeah. and me. well he took the opportunity and hit me with the residue that was still in the cup right in the face after i mouthed off neither here nor there fast forward <laughs> Fast forward about 15 years. I, actually, my buddy Pete stuck up for me. If Pete Fields is lit, he'll remember this. Pete is, uh, I've talked about Pete before. He's a biologist at the University of Basel in Switzerland now, the world's foremost authority on bog flies. 
Uh-huh. Pete stuck up for me. We got out of there. It was cool. It was whatever. I walked it off, you know. <laughs> you fast walked forward. it off, I imagine. Fat, yeah, well, that too. Well, fast forward. Said, man, it didn't help that I was wearing a, a Rough Riders Records uh, hoodie that projected a much different image than what I was capable of producing <laughs> in the streets. <laughs> and uh, anyway, fast forward 17 years, and this same guy telling me about him working in the lab at our local hospital and how that like COVID's a hoax and name me another virus that you know that will not show up for da 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 and da 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 and blah 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 and I was like well you know our our community's been ravaged by hepatitis C from the you know needle use epidemic a virus that sometimes not detected for 20-30 years down the line but yeah go off (laughs) and uh he was just talking about like you know all this stuff and i was just like man i ain't even mad at you anymore you know what i mean like it it it, it comes a point where like these people are obviously dangerous but i feel sorry for somebody that like looks at the world that way yeah when i know that's a bad instinct because with fascists you need to kick their brains in i get that you can't have any sympathy for them but at the same time I don't know. It just must be. But, it's. I feel. I feel sorry for people that are persuaded of their superiority, and in fact, they're just dumb guys. You know. <laughs> well, especially as someone who's dabbling more and more in paranoia, it it's just awful to feel that paranoid. To yeah. have that many conspiracies, just bone deep. Yeah. Well, I, I read this thing in the. The New York, New York Magazine had a big write-up of QAnon, um, specifically about the QAnon candidates that have been running for Congress. There's like 20, I think there's currently like 23 or 27 QAnon candidates running for Congress. Oh, God. What did you say? They're finally, I think, starting to crack down. 27? On social media? Something like that, yeah. They're starting to delete them, delete all the groups? Well, yeah, they? Facebook did ban all QAnon stuff this week. Um so like you i guess they i don't know how you think that's just gonna make them crazier yeah definitely it's got to just gonna make that's where they hang out it's just that's the spot they hang out it really it just um reinforces their worldview that this is all conspiracy yeah that they're being (laughs) targeted yeah (laughs) but like but i kind of see what you're saying tom um because i was reading this articles reading this profile of these people and one of the guys that the writer profiles i thought this was fascinating his moment of conversion the the moment that he became call it red pilled or when he got his eyes opened or whatever was epstein it was like he had heard for years and years about this guy and then you know he gets arrested and, and all this stuff like so for me it was this example of how you know again we go back to the e-crisis but it was this example of how nobody knows what's real and nobody knows how to know what's real and nobody knows what they can trust and they have intuitions about things like child trafficking or the fact that the elites are all pedophiles or whatever and then something happens that kind of verifies that but because they lack any kind of community because they're alienated because they like any kind of class consciousness or anything else 
they go down this route that is totally incomprehensible and paranoid and, you know, uh, just insane for all kinds of reasons. Listen, and, yeah, I, won't I, have you of... talk, I won't have you talk that way about my friend David Icke, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I kind of felt sympathy for him. Cause, or not sympathy, but empathy, at least. I could see where he was coming from in, in, in a way. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, We're well, that makes sense. There. We lost you. That sounded like a good yarn, too. Rewind it just a little bit. Well, it was a good one. Let me, um, I'm going to log back off. I'm going to restart my modem real fast. Hold on. Sorry. I'm going to blow my nose real quick. Two seconds. Oh, good. I hope they cut this out. But if not, <clears throat> it's a good opportunity to plug my own Patreon. Patreon.com slash Hank <laughs> Where you will not hear Tom blow his nose. Or Terrence pissing. Imagine. Only me giggling. <laughs> Could be all yours. Sorry. Is that better? Yep. It's great. Did y'all stop recording at any point? Nope. I didn't. Okay. Then that we, we should just be able to hop right back in. Yep. Tom went to go uh, test himself for COVID. <laughs> Stick a finger up his ass and <laughs> cough three times. <laughs> <laughs> did you test yourself for did you did you test yourself for COVID just now, Tom? Me? Yeah. Oh uh, no, I I did have a cough this morning that just kinda went you know, like when you get like something stuck in your chest or something. And I was oh, like, yeah. Oh God. But I think it's just fall allergies. Oh, dude. Try having asthma. Every time I have an asthma attack or can't breathe, I'm like, I've got it. I've, I've yep, got it. Same. I'm done. And then every time Michella goes on a weed cough, she hits something too hard and starts gagging. I'm like, well, we're both <laughs> dead. That's it. <laughs> so I can feel like yeah, it's, it's like uh, <laughs> y'all are entering the, the, you know, you're passing through the veil into true hypochondrianism. If that's a word, hypochondriac. Oh, is there a welcome mat you could lay out for us, Tom? Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> the very reasonable, logical explanation in front of you. I just hit a joint really hard. Does not matter. <laughs> that cough. Matter that cough that you have is 100% COVID-19, and you're getting ready to go out like Stan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm also this week having a very physical reaction to stress. And so my neck and my back, I've already sang the song many times. My neck, my back, my, my neck and my back attack is <laughs> strong this week. Uh, so I'm like, I feel like I've slept on concrete or something. Tom, do you know what more, do you know what Morvan syndrome is? More... Marvan, Marvan, Morvan's, M O R V A N, M O R V A. No, I thought you meant like Marfan syndrome. I know what that is. Like, it's what the guy from Deer Hunter has. <laughs> oh, had had, but I think did he pass? Yeah, he Bradford Cox. No. Oh, I don't know, dude. I think you're talking about the guy that was like. I mean, get more pussy than a toilet seat. The, the guy who played Fredo in Godfather. Oh, no, 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 not him. I meant the lead singer of... <laughs> oh, the... The, the, the band. band. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Different guy. <laughs> Different cultural item altogether. 
Morbin syndrome is really like hypochondria bait because here are the symptoms. Multiple irregular contractions of the long muscles, cramping, weakness, itch, hyperhidrosis, insomnia, delirium. No, I I have all these weekly. Hyperhidrosis, what's that? Is it what it sounds like? You retain too much water? Yeah, it's um, abnormally increased sweating. Wow. Um, No, it's a rare autoimmune disease. I'm telling you, it's hypochondria bait. Forget about it, man. Forget about it. Everything, I mean, you check every box. You know what I'm saying? I've been thinking about this, man. I've convinced myself I've had every bat disease going. I've convinced myself since March that I have bone cancer. Really? <laughs> What's your evidence? It hurts to walk. <laughs> I feel like live. shit all the time. Is that pretty rare? Uh, yeah, I think it is. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. Well, should we get into? So uh, we were. I was on a yarn about QAnon, but it doesn't really matter. Um, uh, it it doesn't really bolster any of the larger points here. <laughs> other than do other than MAGA guys are just shooting in the moving vehicles. <laughs> we're not famous for bolstering larger points, but <laughs> you should still well, say it if it's on your heart. Twenty-eight people, twenty-eight QAnons running for office. It was said? something, yeah, something like 23 or 27 or something like that. It was in the 20s. Ooh. Let's round it out at an even 25. Wow. Uh, no, I, I encourage everyone to go read it. I thought it was fascinating. Um, Have you ever seen them take that pledge they take? No. I can't say that I have. I think it's it's essentially the same as, like the oath that we or the Coast Guard take as AmeriCorps Vistas. <laughs> you, you, pledge, you pledge to the Constitution. You do, and to protect this country against enemies both foreign and domestic. And domestic, right, right. So Antifa. So Antifa. Listen. We should have been... They're going to start sending armies of AmeriCorps Vista workers into American cities <laughs> to fight Antifa. Fight Antifa. <laughs> We can only hope so. God. Oh my God, that would be that would actually I could actually the weird thing is I could actually see that happening. Right. Trump's like you're no longer fighting poverty. You're fighting Antifa. <laughs> poverty no longer the number one issue in America. Oh, my bad guys. We were just talking with a friend who was a Vista because Michella was a Vista too. I never got the honor, but talking about how they take you to like a five-star resort to do your training and take this pledge to go fight oh, poverty. Aw- well, it's awesome because um, what's even more badass about Vista is you have to go to, yeah, five-star resort. Well, it was a very nice hotel in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. And talk about poverty, but you cannot talk about the causes of poverty. You cannot talk about capitalism. <laughs> what do they say? What do they say? What do they do? It's not allowed. Um, you uh, are either shunned or disciplined, or you can even be kicked out altogether, probably. For mentioning capitalism? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You can't talk about what causes poverty. It's not allowed. You can only talk about that it exists and it has to be tinkered with. So they don't have like an alternate 
it's it's so it's just no speaking of root causes of poverty they don't have like an alternate root cause of poverty that they talk about well they have um you know because they're in this weird liminal space where it's no longer um couth or appropriate to talk about the cultural uh you know like the jd vance argument the sort of like cultural argument for poverty the cultural thesis of poverty mm. um it now it's a mixture of several things it's like lack of entrepreneurialism oh my god uh, really la- yeah we are yes. devoid of it in the mountains lack of opportunities to start your own business stuff like that oh. <laughs> lack of access to uh support technical support for starting your own uh horse cum factory Yes. Horse cum yes. soap factor. So the the wow, cause of poverty is a lack of minimum wage jobs. Yes. Wow. That's some it's, take. It's yes, the cause is that people aren't being exploited enough. Mm. Wow. Um Did I ever tell y'all about the time I was at Vista training in Atlanta and they had like this little like this big board, like a jumbotron in the little convention center there we were getting trained at. And uh, our friend Allie Cooper kept tweeting from an anonymous Twitter that was like the... <laughs> I forget what it was. It was like... What was her name on there on Twitter? It was like... I don't know. The Shoeless Vista or something like that. I don't know. Uh-huh. But she kept on tweeting at... Like, she was like the only one participating and all the tweets just like tagged me mm-hmm. in it. And then they took me aside. They took me to this underground lair underneath the hotel we were staying at. Oh, my at. God. Come on. I swear to God. Listen. Listen. I hold I hold my I hand you, to Tanya. God. I almost got disappeared at Vista orientation. <laughs> they took me underground, and, that, you know, we did, like, the goofy-ass pledge or whatever. And she's and I started to walk away, and it was, I swear to God, it's just like something out of a movie. I turned around. I was walking back through the hallway. She says, one second. And I turned back around and she said, come here. Oh. And she pulled up the computer, all these tweets that were tagged at me. And she's like, who is this? <laughs> and Allie was a Vista at the same time. And I was like, God, I don't know. I mean, it's weird they're tagging me in on that shit. <laughs> oh, we just never saw Tom again. Uh, yeah, I just ended up at a black site because uh, <laughs> of my, my friend kept tweeting at me using the uh, AmeriCorps Vista training tag and telling me not to, you know, fuck up my capacity or whatever. Uh, well, she, that was there. one of the things Romney ran on in 2012, defunding Vista. Oh, Do you remember that? Oh, wow. Yeah. Something that, like, takes up maybe $100,000 in the budget every year because they pay their workers, like, $10,000 a year. <laughs> yeah. No, I yep. bet whoever runs Vista's making six figures. There's like a whole team of people running the program making a lot. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, so was she dra- was she like shitting on the So she was shitting on the training? That's why they were pissed? I guess so and they kept tweeting. But I was like I was thinking about it, like you could just block her. <laughs> you know <laughs> what I mean? No need to launch an investigation. <laughs> well, these people don't know how Twitter works. Who were you yeah. even a Vista for, Tom? I don't even remember you being a Vista. Headwaters Incorporated. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Mm. I took over mine. Yeah. I took over for Terrence. Terrence came. In. We had a we had a lunch summit at Wendy's. He's like, "Man, you want a job?" 
<laughs> he said to me, he said, man, he's like, listen, here's an opportunity to serve your community and your country at the same time. Interesting. He's like, man, here's what the job requires. Perseverance for one, but two, you need to be a self-starter. And <laughs> oh, wow. Also work to build the capacity of the local organization. Uh, well, yeah. some some are saying that that really did launch your career, Tom, because now you're still out kicking the can around, testing water out in these streets. That's true. That's Learned not, it all through <laughs> Vista. That's not wrong. Oh, man. Yeah, my protege. Tom is my water testing protege. Man, listen. Terrence said, man, listen, we're going to get these green jobs any time now. And yeah. when they come, you want to be all... <laughs> You want to be on the front lines, man. Dude, I really I was do the... remember. They really did tell us that shit. Like, I remember someone trying to convince me to learn how to install solar panels because that was like going to be all the jobs. We're, so, we're installing solar panels. Like, dude, I can't get on a roof. Oh, fuck no. I weigh over 200 pounds. I ain't getting on a roof. <laughs> you scared of heights? No, I'm scared of hitting the ground. Yeah. Oh, man. Them solar panels never came, did they? <laughs> no. no, they didn't. No. Sure didn't. In fact, in fact, I'm pretty sure the state legislature, like, made one of those insane laws yeah. that, like, makes it illegal. Yeah, they basically banned solar panels in Kentucky. That's why late <laughs> last year, late, it, 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 was, like, it was effective nah, in 2020. So late last year, they, they, like, installed as many as they could to grandfather old men. <laughs> Yeah. God damn it. Uh, you ain't getting these. <laughs> hey, we ain't gonna do that. <laughs> we, ain't we, do, we ain't gonna do that. We ain't banning fracking, but we are banning solar panels in Kentucky, maybe. <laughs> God damn it, man. We gotta talk about that a little bit. Uh, I was telling yeah, we Tom got some... before you logged on, Terrence, that I didn't watch the vice presidential debate. I'm not in a healthy mindset right now. But, um, uh-huh. and... From Twitter and Instagram, these are I'm, I want you all to know all the things I know about it, given just the aftermath of discourse. I know that a fly landed on Pence. <laughs> that's uh-huh. that's the number one takeaway. That um, something incredibly <clears throat> banal that happens to yeah. hundreds and thousands yeah. of people every day. <laughs> I, I got the okay, I got whatever. the yes queen girl boss takes that uh, yeah, she was that. speaking and the only policy i heard about <laughs> the only like issues i heard that i heard from it is that they're not joe biden is definitely not going to ban fracking no ban on fracking and i heard, <laughs> and i heard about uh i heard i saw a clip of pence dragging biden's ass for swine flu <laughs> Oh yeah, and it yeah, really well, does feel like it was a debate in two thousand. Listen here, Mister Vice President, if you're going to throw stones living in a glass house, let's talk a little about a little something called H one N one. Millions would have died. Well, Not- it felt very much like a debate that should have happened in two thousand eight. I mean, yeah. If if we still lived in the normal timeline, if we still lived in the normal world, these would be the two presidential candidates. But because we live in the wacky timeline, the wacky world, 
we get these two as the vice presidents and they become like the pro- the campaign the election by proxy and we get the actual major showdown between the two senile decrepit lunatics yeah um so that being said i didn't watch it because oh. i never watched I didn't. I never watched regular ass debates before Donald Trump. Who the fuck watched regular ass debates? I don't care about that. So boring. But everybody but, that uh, ever was into the West Wing, <laughs> they yeah. score. I'm telling you, man, they score that shit like a boxing match, and they like just rip it apart and like talk it to death. And it's like there is a person. It's like have you ever watched the post game with one of these th- fucking things? Yes. Last week, last night you had David Axelrod and Rick Santorum trading barbs, <laughs> and it's like <laughs> y'all's whole careers have been based on like what do you call it when you're overly like sort of sentimental and like schmaltzy about things, like saturn Yeah, yeah, that's kind of like I can never figure out if these guys are just full of shit or if they're just like the little terracotta soldiers like you know that you that you put up you know what i mean like i Mm -hmm. i don't i don't know i don't know what the fuck i'm trying to say i don't i don't have the language to describe this archetype that i'm talking about and it's drove me nuts for a week (laughs) but there's an archetype mike pence is this kind of guy would you say kamala harris is this type of person kind of but to a lesser degree like, the guy that loves politics as entertainment and has centered their whole personality around that, so much so that they've actually achieved high office, but there's still this, like, facsimile of a person, in a way. And I don't mean that, like, in, like, oh, he's fake or he's, like, lies or whatever. I just mean, like, you know, like, when he's, like, says, you know, our hearts are with the American people and all that kind of stuff. Like, nobody fucking talks like that. And as a rhetorical device, it's not even particularly effective anymore. Donald Trump proves that. People stopped talking like that. In 1953. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say Clinton was probably the last, I feel like the last sort of democratic figure to use that kind of language. You know, like what's wrong with America can be fixed by what's wrong with America, that stuff. True believers, like like platitudes, yeah, yeah, platitudes, yeah, just yeah, just uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. You're right; they are true believers. Um, but the weird thing is that Trump also views it as entertainment. Um, so like they, <clears throat> I guess that's why he was so sort of like mind shattering in 2016. Is that like all these people had built their careers on politics being a sport? Yeah. of debate and you know sparring and Trump basically showed that it doesn't matter I mean like the best example of this is that I mean the big news story today is that Trump won't do a virtual debate yeah. and his reason his reason is, is because they can mute him they'll, they'll be able to mute me <laughs> and I don't want to be muted me. it's not happening <laughs> he, yeah he understands that like that's his uh, strength yeah that debate is pointless being unmutable now, if he can't be, if he can't be like bombastic and like disruptive and all that stuff, then like that, like that's a significant disadvantage for him. But it, dude, it doesn't fucking matter because everybody's mind is made up anyway. 
The only people whose minds aren't made up are the people pretending so they can get on CNN because they too are people who, for politics as entertainment, are like tantamount to watching sports for them. Yeah. Right, right. Well, I think we should get back in the business of predicting the future and try to start predicting what today or tomorrow's proof of life video will be about. (laughs) Today, he... um yeah, so ever since Monday, so we're recording this on Thursday, October 8th. When last we left you, he had he was still in Walter Reed Hospital. He was still in the presidential suite. And, and since we lived. Then, we were cackling. <laughs> yes, it was one of the funniest days of my life. Um, and, and it's not really stopped being funny. It's really, honestly, continued to be pretty goddamn funny. Um... So just to recap, Trump left Walter Reed on Monday evening. This was after, or was it Tuesday morning? Uh, mm. he, he, he was leaving uh, at 6.30 on Thursday night, right? No, that's when he got in. He went Friday. He got. I think he left 6.30 on Monday, right? Monday evening. Yeah, they went for a ride around the block. Yeah, the day before. Um, yeah. <laughs> Just waving. Um, but they, uh, you know, went back to the White House, I guess, on Monday night. And they made this video. I don't know if you guys saw this, but they made this video about him get, getting back to the White House. There was like a helicopter flying, you know, he, <clears throat> him running up the steps at the White House up to the balcony. And the New York Times reported that the song they used in that video was from a playlist called... Epic male songs. <laughs> oh my God. Oh God. Epic male songs. It was an epic video. They literally zoomed in on the helicopter's wheels touching the ground. Yeah. What? What do y'all? What would y'all think is the most epic male song? What's the ultimate male song? Probably um, I the Tigers up there, right? Yeah, I was going to say that, or, you know, Return of the Mac. All the gay stuff, all the gay songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. Epic male song. Or anything by Dave Matthews. Treading, trouting, trails in alone. They should have played Dave Matthews when he, <laughs> they brought him back. The space between <laughs> my DNA. So... The the videos that he's put out as you what did you call, refer to them as Tanya I'm not dead video proof of life proof of life <laughs> I am on the edge of my seat waiting for one to feature a dated newspaper that's what I need yes. to see a dated newspaper um, <laughs> and Trump Trump shows up holding the Washington Post just under his arm as real casual see, as you can see. Folks, as you can see, today's the day. <laughs> hey, Matt. <laughs> well, you know how we, I mean, ta- Terrence will say, today's, you know, we're recording Thursday, October 7th or whatever. And that's what Trump will start doing. He's like, hello, 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 audience. Today is... <laughs> right, holding up a paper. <laughs> or this will be the best. The, the video just starts and it's just the newspaper. And then he brings it down. He's like, oh, hello there. Hi, how are you? I was just reading today's paper. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't see you there. Hello. Didn't Didn't see see you there. there. (laughs) Didn't see you there. 
I bet you're wondering what I'm doing. Am I being president or being sick? His face, is, his face is melting off, but they've just put like more like fucking foundation on him. Yeah, he's, they've started stapling yeah. his face up. They're giving right. him a staple Three face Three quarters lift. of my lungs are filled with fluid today. <laughs> oh, I saw a line from a, the New York Times article. One sentence, it said, uh, it was quoted Trump, he said, I am not on, he said, uh, the medicine I'm on is not a powerful steroid. And then Trump said about the powerful steroid he's on. It's <laughs> 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 one sentence. That's motherfucker. If he wasn't brain addled enough before, it's just going to be fucking, won't know his name for like 16 hours out of the day after that shit. Now I need some attribution on this. Was this a was this a uh, a yuck yuck Twitter thing or did he really say this? Hard to tell anymore. The doctors said they've never seen a body kill the coronavirus like my body. They tested my DNA and it wasn't DNA; it was USA. <laughs> I believe that's it. Is that a, is that a yuck yuck? I think he said the first I part. I think he did say the first part, but in the video. Well. The he rest did. of that seems like a stretch, even for him. <laughs> he did say that, um, I mean, you don't even have to say that because his, his and this is why it's, it's impossible to satirize him because the things he said since leaving, I mean, he literally called getting coronavirus the best way to learn about it. Yeah. He's like, it's the best school. You don't even have to read the books. <clears throat> oh, yeah. He said, this isn't, this isn't that old book All learning. Right. This ain't that old book learning. This is real stuff. This is where you I'll, get the real knowledge. I'll let y'all do the learning for me and just tell me what it's like. I'll <laughs> prefer not to go down that path if I can help it. Um, but so in the past few days, there have been a, a handful of new uh, infection outbreaks. Um, Press Secretary Kaylee McEnany, I don't know how to say her name, uh, has come down with the with the COVID. Stephen Miller uh, has contracted COVID, <clears throat> which is pretty funny. That's probably the um, best news. If I could pick one, not to have anything happen, but you know, you know who I'd go with. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to suffer greatly. Um, all the Joint Chiefs of Staff are currently in quarantine after coming in contact with a Coast Guard admiral who had it. I guess the Marine Corps general tested positive, Gary L. Thomas. Um, all of Trump's proof of life videos are pretty goddamn bizarre, in my opinion. And I'm with you, Tanya. I think he needs to be holding up some kind of proof that he's recording it today. His voice sounds weird. I mean... Also, Biden is up double digits with people over the age of 65, apparently. Oh, wow. Uh, It just feels like Trump is, um, it feels like his mojo might be gone a little bit. I I don't know. But I honestly, I, I mean, I don't know how, how can we possibly put any stock in polls anymore after the 2016 election? Well, the the thing that polls don't account for, and the reason why they're not reliable, they are reliable as, a, in my opinion, as a measure of who would win if we lived in a literal democracy. But polls never count in the factor that Republicans that just steal elections. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 
So it's like, so it's like, yeah. Do I think Biden's going to win this? Absolutely. Just in the same way that Hillary won it in 2016. That doesn't mean that he'll be the next president by any means. No, but he'll win by two or three million votes for sure. <laughs> the popular vote. No, it is. It's like yeah. gambling, man. It's like no matter what, the reason it's so successful is you can't account for wacky shit. You can't account for booby traps. You don't know what referees are on the take, what guys, you know, taking a dive, any of that shit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There's so much information you don't have. And, I mean, right. we don't, we can't even trust the actual voting machines. It's just, that's what I'm saying. I, I feel just as paranoid as QAnon motherfuckers at this point. <laughs> I feel just like... So, I mean, I guess I was already conspiratorial, but it just feels... <sighs> When's the last time y'all got out the vote? <laughs> uh, for Bernie. Yeah. Our peers yeah, were literally out for Bernie. Terrence got out for Bernie, too. I remember Terrence getting out for Bernie in February. That was a different time. I was literally in the Food City parking lot in Wise, Virginia, handing people flyers. I've got a correlation between getting you two jokes to go door to door for you as the recipe for losing an election. I suffered it. Bernie suffered it. Probably true. Honestly. Well, I think Trump's making a huge blunder. <clears throat> I think Trump and McConnell are both making a pretty big blunder by deciding not to do anything about the stimulus. Because the thing about the stimulus, because, so, I mean, just to recap. They said they're not going to do anything about the stimulus until after the election. Well, then he's come back and around on it. Now, who has? Trump has? Trump, yeah. Now he's blaming Oh, you're right. He's, he's blaming made Nancy. multiple... Right, he's right. Been ta- he's been at Nancy, like, get it to my desk, bitch. I'm ready to sign it. <laughs> um, Listen, we're going to give the American people all $16 million. <laughs> Just go vote for me. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he said all, it has to be only 1200 But he also... Uh, for each person, but he was also uh, wanting a bailout for some re- some insane industry. What was it? Who's he wanting a bailout for? It's just like it's just as crazy as the the marble ships. countertop industry. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, I can't even remember now. But have you all been hearing any Amy Mc- any uh, McConnell ads? Oh, uh, I heard. I've a, only seen the. I heard a good ass McConnell McGregor. ad. Have you seen I the one saw... where he's FaceTiming the former addict? No, I heard a radio ad. The one I saw. I saw where Amy McGrath's trying to make biscuits. She's trying to appeal to the all-star crowd. Did y'all see that? She's she's got a video of her making biscuits. Yeah, she's making biscuits. Oh, nice. Um, it's like a fundraiser deal. It's um pretty dope. Well, uh, you, she knows where her bread is buttered. So <laughs> I don't mean to no pun intended, but <laughs> where her biscuits um, are buttered. She's got to spend down some of this money, so she's just like just doing dumb shit to fortify the people already voting for her. Um, Biscuit baking with Chef Sarah on Instagram Live. Oh, my God. Well, listen, the McConnell ad I heard referenced a website that I think we should go to and do some dramatic readings of, honestly. Have y'all seen this? Okay. No. The website. I haven't went to it yet. I was saving it because I thought it might be better fresh. The website is that's playing on the radio is an official McConnell ad paid for by McConnell is Wrong Path McGrath. <laughs> oh, yes, I've heard of this. I haven't gone to it, but let's see. 
Man, when somebody's going to coast to double-digit victory on the strength of Rome Path McGrath, and you're over here making cartoons, baking biscuits, fucking talking about how you did 9-11, everything else. How you did 9-11. <laughs> this is the worst campaign in the history of campaigns. I'll go yeah. ahead and tell you this. And they, they've got so much audio of her saying the absolute dumbest shit. Like, her, the audio of her arguing with someone about abortion, and it's like the dumbest argument. She just keeps saying, well, we just don't agree. We, and this guy's just railing her. <laughs> the audio um, they've used of her is so bad. Oh, my God. I'm yeah. in the graph. And, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I'm you're right. I'm Amy McGrath, and by by spring next year, we're going to be building pipe bombs <laughs> to put in post office buildings. Join me. Uh, wrong path, McGrath. Wrong path, McGrath is all about uh, how radical McGrath is. Love She's a that. radical lefty. Love that. This is evidence. Uh, that she did 9-11? <laughs> yes. Her dubious ties to the Bing Laden family. She's the head of Antifa. <laughs> yeah. It's scary where she'd take Kentucky. I mean, the, the thing is, is that McConnell doesn't even have to try because she's not trying. Man, it's, yeah. it's scary where she'd take Kentucky. <laughs> oh, my God. Imagine losing to that. Wrong path, McGrath. Imagine. Well, I don't know. If... No, go ahead. No, I just, it just blows my mind that like that shit is going to slide right back in. Like, yeah, like you should at least be running candidates that are going to like scare his ass. You know what I mean? Even if you don't beat him, he's going to be tough to beat regardless. But I mean, he might have COVID. I don't know if you guys have seen this, but he's Ooh, like refused... McConnell. He's refused to release any release any results about it. <clears throat> I feel like if any guy was going to try to keep that under wraps, it'd be McConnell. I mean, like, was he at that? A senator can, at that White a senator House can thing? get away with it. The president can't get away with hiding COVID. I feel like a senator or a congressman can because they're not in the public eye very often. Wait, was he at that party where everybody was hugging and kissing? I don't know. I don't know. I bet he was. He loves the fucking Supreme. That's his whole deal. I bet he was there. Yeah, it probably was. Do you see where Trump made all like all those doctors at Walter Reed sign non disclosure agreements? And if they refused, then they couldn't work on him? Wow. Well, I mean, it's because they probably found out that his fucking lungs looked worse than a eastern Kentucky coal miner. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, really, like, he apparently has, like, scarring on his lungs or something. Like, there's that video going around of him him, struggling to breathe. I mean... Amazing. I, I... you know, once again, I think it's a blowout. But does that mean Trump Biden will be the next president? I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's equally likely that Trump will steal the election somehow. So, well, Terrence, I mean, get, yeah, getting back to you talking about like motherfuckers just uh, popping off rounds into nearby vehicles. Do you think he really? There's just gonna be drones of QAnon and MAGA fucking chuds out at polls, ready to just like. Yeah, pop people off. They're already doing that. There's all kinds of videos of them doing that already. Of early, in like early voting polls or something. Yeah. Woo! Yep. Isn't that a federal crime? Um. Yeah, but I thought that like um, 
you know, but, but I, every level of government are... is controlled by the people sympathetic to that. We got there. What can you do, folks? They're 20, 20 yards from the door. They're not. They're not campaigning. Yep. Yeah. Well, it's really funny because I don't know if you remember this. In two thousand twelve, conservatives were sending around all those videos of like two or three black dudes standing next to like a polling station and being like, "The black, the new Black Panthers are preventing people from voting." <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Like they do this. I mean, it's like um, they care about voting until they don't. It's, I don't know. Yeah, it's been a weird, a really weird week. A really bizarre week. The, I think we got our hopes up over the weekend thinking that Trump would die. I even, drew, um, I even he... drew the death card in my next reading after the Patreon. Uh, well, the death card was on Sunday, though, so that's that's my bingo card. Let me ask you a question. Is Chris, is Chris Christie out of the woods? Has it ever been confirmed that he was actually on a ventilator? Because, you know, once you get to the ventilator round, it's 50-50. <laughs> He's not... I don't... There's never been confirmed, as far as I know. Well, that was uh, one of those things that someone put online. I am still, though, hanging on to the Herman Cain timeline. Yeah, that's that's good. I think that's a good... By that timeline, Tanya, Trump will die around Election Day. Yeah. Which, can you imagine if he died on election day i mean we i think if he does we have to end this podcast it's over if <laughs> every, he, every uh, satire's over everything's canceled all the piss is gone at that point now you're right yeah what, i mean what's there what's left to say yeah man i'll tell you this though even if he doesn't die even if we don't get the grand prize if he's pumped up so much on that regeneron and fucking whatever all these other things that he that he's like they've pumped him full of to keep him like you know at least in the world for the time being he's gonna be his brain is gonna be so addled we're just gonna get the best art listen to this yesterday or the day before a friend who's probably gonna hear this texted me out of nowhere i hadn't talked to her in so long and said that she just filled out her absentee ballot in kentucky and she said she um voted for bernie and said that she is hanging on she literally does think that they could both die and bernie could get it there are people (laughs) hanging on to that There's crazier things that have happened, I guess. Name Are one. There, I would not. Name one crazier thing than that. <laughs> what is what is the craziest thing that has ever happened? <laughs> what well, like, craziest thing that has ever ever happened? Ever happened. Uh, well, that guy getting eaten by an alligator on nine eleven. <laughs> or the guy that bowled the oh, three hundred. Yes, I'm talking like. The wildest goddamn thing that's ever happened. The is is it is it Trump winning the presidency? <laughs> Maybe it's up there. It is up there. I mean, um, I go back to that that uh, John Lancaster piece about where's all the where'd all the money uh, go? Yeah, and he was like yeah. giving up the odds of things of like events happening in politics, and he opens the piece up with that the William Hill Agency, which is like the biggest bookmaker in the world set the odds of like Trump winning the presidency at like 
I don't know, whatever it was, 10,000 to one or whatever. And then like, there was like a, a prop for Jeremy Corbyn becoming uh, the prime minister of England, which was like, according to William Hill, the longest shot on the board. And then like, by comparison, I think they had Barack Obama starts a cricket match for England at just 500 to 1 and the Loch Ness Monster, seeing the Loch Ness Monster at 500 to 1. All these things were more well, likely than Trump winning the presidency. Oh my God. Yeah, I was going to have to translate for our non-gambling audience. The short, the, the, uh, the, uh, the takeaway here is that, yes, many, multiple people who were taking bets said that it was likelier that Obama would start for the, I believe, the English cricket team than it was for Donald Trump to become president. And the Loch Ness so. Monster is Be real. Spotted. Yeah, and the Loch Ness Monster is real. They, they did say that it was... It was more likely that the, the Loch Ness monster Loch Ness would monster be discovered real. to be real than Donald Trump being president. Trump, Trump, Donald Trump <laughs> is the Loch Ness monster. He emerged from the sea like Godzilla. Yeah, damn. It. No, I, I don't think that. But Bernie, but Bernie's, Bernie's cooked. Bernie's, um, Bernie's out here having Biden rallies. He's, he's, Bernie's Bern campaigning harder for Biden than Biden is. Man, Bernie just needs... Bernie's a good Democrat. Yeah. He's a good friend, and all his friends are fake. <laughs> yes, yeah. Bernie ain't He's got probably, one real yeah, probably the only, the only good Democrat. It, you've, this is actually... I just kind of had a revelation of this, Terrence. It's like, Bernie is actually what the Democratic Party should be in theory. You know what I mean? Just, I mean, at a baseline. I'm not talking like as a radical party or a labor party or a left party just like he's a liberal yeah he's like yeah exactly he is what a liberal would be once again if we weren't in the wacky timeline he is what a liberal would be but because we're in the wacky timeline he's um, might as well be a yeah part of the fart fidel castro <laughs> yeah yeah you know similarly <laughs> than the than trying to come up with the craziest thing that's ever happened is this morning on means morning news they were trying to decide if there's ever been a president a sitting president higher than donald trump like on drugs <laughs> of the united yes. states yeah i can say that for a fact john f kennedy yes. my man was <laughs> Tooted and zooted. Oh, no, this is what it was, because they mentioned that he got honorable mention. But the question was, is, has there ever been a time where the sitting president is the highest person in the country, higher than everyone else? Oh. And they thought mm. that because it was the 60s or whatever, that there were probably people higher. <laughs> Man, if you go back into the old days, I mean, uh, you don't need to look too far. Franklin Pierce is probably fucking doped out on opium all the time, shit yeah. like that. Laudanum. Laudanum and like, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Hard drugs that you should just be able to get over the counter at some just you know <clears throat> pharmacy somewhere. Shout out to Means TV. I had something before we go that I wanted to read <clears throat> that I thought really just um, kind of summed up how absolutely absurd everything is at the moment. I don't know if you guys saw this was going around, but this was on Audubon. Um, Duck stamp artists turn yeah. to spent shotgun shells to meet new pro hunting mandate. Um, oh, you might like that. So let me 
let me let me read this. And so, you know, just to, as a description on this article, there's a photo of a cinnamon teal duck. It's not a photo; it's a drawing. Somebody has dra- drawn it, and right next to it is a spent shotgun shell. So it, it looks very professional, um, but there's a shotgun shell that's been painted into the the portrait, like litter. So, yeah. So let me read here. The paintings submitted for this year's Federal Duck Stamp Contest feature familiar images of wildlife art. A cinnamon teal bobs on a mountain lake. Two brants tuck into land in coastal chop. A, a placid pair of red-breasted mergansers float side by side, <laughs> their jaunty crests aglow in early morning light. But a closer look at the contest entries reveals other, less expected details. In scene after scene... Wooden duck calls, which hunters use to lure in the birds, <clears throat> drift along the water or rest in the reeds. In several others, empty plastic shotgun shells litter the shallows in the shore. The unusual abundance of hunting paraphernalia is the result of the Trump administration's recent rewrite of the rules for the annual competition sponsored by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. Um... Unrelated to the Postal Service, the federal duck stamp is a permit required for hunting waterfowl. Each year's contest determines the winning art that appears on the following year's stamp. So basically, every year, Fish and Wildlife Service has a contest where you're allowed to submit original artwork, and they'll turn it into a stamp for the United States Postal Service. The Trump administration has made it a rule, if you're going to participate in this contest— that you have to convey a pro-hunting stance. And so you have to have in the photo, like a shotgun shell. In the drawing. Or yeah. a duck call. <laughs> hunting accessories. Hunting accessories, exactly. Which oh be- honestly begs the question, how many little batshit insane things Trump has done that we don't even, have, we don't even know about? <laughs> You know, like... Right, right. I thought the quote in this article was pretty funny. They interviewed a a hunter, um, and he said, if it weren't for sportsmen, hunters, and fishermen, we would be losing our habitat left and right. Why not support your constituency? This guy was talking about how he thinks it's a good idea. (laughs) It's like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. If it wasn't for people just shooting all the animals, we wouldn't have any animals. I guess that is true for deer, because deer are very overpopulated. We guess we do need people to shoot and kill deer, but mergansers? <laughs> I'm strictly, listen, I'm strictly thinking that uh, on the deer question, I'm strictly uh, catch, spay, neuter, release. <laughs> that's, how you deal with, that's how you deal with the deer population ethically. You, I'm sorry, I don't believe in shooting them. You know he's still dabbling in veganism. Oh, I'm trying every I day. Know. I recently found out I was B12 deficient, so I'm gonna have to correct course on that. Oh, you'll you'll never feel better than after a B12 shot. Yeah, put it right in my ass. Yeah, even if you have to take it in the pee hole, highly recommend. Okay, I as as someone who's experienced <laughs> that, I'd like to push back on. That. <laughs> I just I just like to push back on that a little bit. He bleeps that I, out. It's too triggering. So what you're saying is you support a policy where we catch the deer, neuter them, and then Bay, put them neuter, back to the release. Mm. Yes, that's it. There you go. Same with same with any um, any species that likes to 
reproduce rapidly or uh has bears. no natural predators yeah exactly how Elk, do you plan thing. to pay for that tom yeah how do you plan to pay, pay for that we're going to mr sanders we're going to put a tax on the on the highest earners for our for our dear <laughs> spay and neuter program, ninety nine percent marginal tax. Dude, you would if you would enrage. If you want to talk about triggering the right? If you said you're going to tax small business owners to, to pay do for a, a deer, deer spay and neuter program <laughs> as an alternative to hunting. God, you get those pussies in such a frenzy. I, that's what I would do. If I, I, I would just have fun with it if, if I was these guys. I'm the same. <laughs> I'm just, well, I just want to fuck with them a little bit. And then they're going to like take the same pose that liberals do. They're going to be like, um, you know how like, uh, oh, we're not all stuff. Then they'd like start acting like they're into yoga and stuff so that they're not like those, you know, those hard ass Republicans right. from yesteryear. Right. <laughs> no, yeah, you're like, guns banned. If you want to catch a deer, here's a slingshot and a net. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Butter God damn it! Oh, you can't do that? You can't fucking mop them up with an AR-15, you fucking <laughs> pussy? <laughs> you have to challenge a deer to a fist fight. That's... <laughs> <laughs> like a man. Oh, oh, you just want to... You want to... That's what, yeah, you should do. Insult their masculinity... You know, their need to use a gun by insulting their masculinity. It'd be like, a real man would fight a deer with his fist. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Man. Well, that's a good, that's a good policy, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God damn. Um, well, that's about all I've got on the list for this week. I think we got through all of it. <laughs> Unbelievable. Slow, slow week. In the most unenergetic way that, possible. You know, it's funny. It was like such a bat shit insane week, but it was like banal all at the same time. Yeah. Like the, well, no be- the novelty of Trump and coronavirus sort of wore off by by Monday. So. Well, it's because you have this idea. I think we're not just because we're Americans, but also just because we're humans. We sort of have this idea that... Um, if things start turning in one direction and looking like they're going to start working in your favor, then that means that there's been some cosmic recognition that the person being punished deserves it and that therefore their punishment will be served all the way through to its most logical end. But the weird thing about contingency is that one minute it can work in your favor and the the next minute it can't. So I think we think that this will be the thing that takes him down because what's the one question we've been asking since he came down the elevator? Oh, this will be the thing. This will be the thing. And so we think that we finally found the thing, but we don't know. That's, and so that's why it's made this it motherfucker simultaneously. might have beat death. He might have done it. God he, damn he it. might have done the impossible. Not just beat death, but win another election in the process. I'd well, just like to posit just one more theory <laughs> well here. And it's that that maybe the arc of the moral universe doesn't bend towards justice, but rather hilarity. (laughs) (laughs) Evolution is only interested in the yuck yucks. (laughs) Yeah. In memeable Uh, moments. Yeah. I already found two Instagram accounts that uh, were created as the fly. 
that land. I screenshot oh it on to send you guys. <laughs> There's millions. There, I've seen millions oh. in the last 20, 12 hours. <laughs> Accounts that are the fly that landed on pits. <laughs> yeah. It's simply epic. Our Kanye. absolute demise will be memed. And normally I'm a fan of the meme. I, you know, I'm into it. Terrence gets upset when AOC's, you know, drinking wine on Facebook Live. I'm here for it. I love it. <laughs> I, I'm here for it. But it's just so much. It's so much. Has <laughs> AOC done a fly meme yet? Not that I've seen. She She's busy pissed over that fracking comment. Uh, yeah. She'll well. not have it. Oh man, <clears throat> yeah, I, I agree with this theory, Tom. The mark, the arc of the universe tends towards comedy, hilarity, or just absolute ridiculousness. You got you got Matt Iglesias yesterday saying that uh, school lunch was a, was conceived by the segregationists. <laughs> I saw that, dude, and that was in response to an AOC meme. It was. Yeah, he. Uh, I don't know who that who that person is i will say though that um i will say though that i watching that most recent trump video where he's like i'm a senior people don't know i'm a senior but i'm a senior he's like trying to be charming it doesn't it's like the only time i've seen trump try to be charming it's like usually he just he gets by on his ability to insult people or dominate a conversation but like he's trying to ingratiate himself and Trump never ingratiates. He never tries to do that. And now he's trying it because he knows he looks weak, and it looks so bizarre. So, it is so weird. So you it, think watch. he's a little shook? Yeah, between I think so. between he's, COVID like I, and the polls, he shook up. Yeah, I think he shook. And the reason why I say that is because his last few videos, he's like I said, he's tried to ingratiate himself, and that's not something Trump does. It's not a natural pose for him, and it's very unnatural to watch him try it. You know what it reminds me of in a weird way when he does that? He he actually doesn't sound like he's making a self-deprecating joke. He's incapable of that because right. he takes exactly. himself so he's seriously. Incap- Right. It actually reads like he it delusionally thinks that he is not old. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Most people yeah. don't know I'm a senior. God. But he does he does that though because he knows that like the common mode of ingratiation in this country is self deprecation. Yeah. And so that he knows that in our sort of like humor lexicon that's what you have to do. He knows humans do that, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> So he's like, okay, God, how did they do it? How did Stan do this? <laughs> Stan was great with self-deprecation. Oh, God, that's the episode name. How did Stan do this? <laughs> oh, man. So you, re- well, honestly, I hope he does a virtual debate. Well, he says, he says he's not going to, but who the fuck knows? I mean, I bet he... I, if I had to assume, it's probably the Trump bluster. You know what I mean? It's a bluff. Yeah. And they'll probably make him do it. Like, uh, yeah, he looks so fucking weak too. <laughs> he okay, really if they if he refuses it, I mean, he's gonna have a chance to debate from the Oval Office. He could like that would look great. Anyway, if he decides not to do it, will they just have a one on one thing with Biden and still air it? Maybe, maybe they would do a town hall like Biden did a day a couple days ago or or whatever. 
He's doing town halls um, and COVID right now. Awesome. I mean, look, the only reason I'm saying this, I, I don't like Biden at all. I fucking hate Biden. Um, I hate Biden and Trump equally. But I do feel like if I put myself in the shoes of the average American voter, Biden looks way better right now. You know what I mean? He just... He's kept his head down. He had an embarrassing debate, but people have already forgotten about that. Because <laughs> things move so fast, and and Trump, fuck, our big wet boy, got fucking COVID. And so it's like, <laughs> Biden... And, and, and I've met a lot of Trump people who are germaphobes. I really, I really have, and I really do feel like this is the thing that that got people maybe i'm not saying that those people are gonna vote for biden but i would not i would not be surprised if a substantial amount of the maga people just didn't vote at all you know what i mean the fort i don't know the, the the maga people are already gonna vote for him but like maybe people who are a little more on the fence or something i don't fucking know yeah i have no idea well check in with ken bone or whatever his fucking name is see what he has to say about it <laughs> <laughs> the uh the undecided voter oh yeah Ken bone well good morning it's... good morning sunday morning <laughs> sunday morning all right well i gotta get to a biscuit making seminar <laughs> on instagram live so um. and i do indeed have my own instagram live about pleasure tarot tonight Oh, for sexy sex what time? Ed. This will probably not be up. PM. That. You don't think this will be up by seven? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna go on a walk and then I'm gonna edit this and then we'll see. Yeah, I'm gonna take a little nap. Okay, well thanks for listening everybody. Please go check out the Patreon, www.patreon.com slash Strobility Workers Party. That's where the good shit lives. Um, yeah, I mean, as you saw, we unlocked one of our episodes earlier this week, and that's the ca- that's the caliber of episode you can mm-hmm. expect to find over there. So, I wanna, if you like that episode, you like Patreon. I want to retire to Patreon only episodes. Um, and that's why Tanya has her own Patreon. <laughs> Take it away, Tanya. No, I already plugged it while you guys were pissing and shitting and snorting and coughing. Shitting and farting. <laughs> Fair enough, fair enough. All right, well, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next time over at Patreon. If not, we'll see you here next week. So have a good weekend. We'll see you soon. See you out there.